This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. of the king is, it's never a quiet place. The Bible says the shout of the king is in their midst. Glory to God. <laughs> I learned I say our baby dedications today. <laughs> I want to read something, Daniel chapter 1. Let's remain stand as we read together. Daniel 1, I will speak for a very short time. Um, <laughs> by the way, the fasting ends tomorrow. What a beautiful news. All of it that have participated, 30 days will just end tomorrow. And those who have been ruled by their stomach, who refuse to, well, we are ending it. Now, the Bible says, in the third year of reign of Joachim, the king of Judah, came, the king of Babylon, unto Jerusalem and besieged it. Verse 2. And the Lord gave Joachim, king of Judah, into his hand with the part of vessels in the house of God and he carried them to Babylon. Verse 3. And the king spake to Aspenas, the master of Enoch, and it brings certain of the children of Israel, the king said, and princes. Verse 4. Children whom there is no blemish, but well favored, skillful in all wisdom, cunning in knowledge and understanding of science, and such as had the ability to stand before the king, whom they may teach the learning and the tongue of Chaldeans. In other words, if you have been following us, talking about the kingdom of God. One of the requirements, one of the things to learn before being able to stand before the king, according to this passage, they must learn the language and the tongue of Chaldeans to be able to stand before the king. Now, there are shadows in Old Testament and then we can dig out some things from Old Testament. Also, in the kingdom of God, there is language. There is a way, as a matter of fact, what I want to share with us briefly is the fact that the kingdom of God is based on words and there are words of the kingdom. Glory to God. I have told you that there will never be, as we're praying, the Lord spoke to us this morning, there will never be a week like this week. And you will see the ripple effect over the nation also. I, I don't know what the Lord, he just said a week like none other. And we are set. We can't even interpret our own way, but that's what that came. And it's important to also know that in the midst of mighty things happening, you must pay attention to your words. But I want to show us, you must understand the patterns of the kingdom. So Jesus says in Nicodemus, where we read for service, except a man be born again, he can't see the kingdom, and except a man is born of the water, of water and of spirit, he cannot enter. But when a man enters the kingdom, one of the first things that a Christian, a man of the kingdom must learn is the language of the kingdom. To be effective in the hands of the king, our king is God, 
you must understand the language of the kingdom. Now, the Bible says in Romans chapter 10, if we start from verse 7, 8, let's let just read. To know that coming into the kingdom has to do with what you say. Who shall descend to the deep? That is to bring Christ of verse 8. Or who shall ascend to the eye? But what saith? The word is nigh thee. Even in thy mouth and in the heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. The word is nigh thee. What I want to share with us very briefly this morning is for that if you are not speaking by revelation, keep quiet. Never give Satan a seed of your word to work with. Then there's nothing God can receive by his sovereignty to have mercy on you. And believers do this every now and then. Now I stop at the first time by saying that we have the ability, actually man has the ability to live in both visible realm and invisible realm. And some of the members of our family in God's kingdom are in heaven already. Like Paul, like Peter. And it's still one family. When there is a situation on earth, until you have heard from the headquarters, don't speak. Hallelujah. As David stood for Goliath that day, he said, Thou comest against me for Samuel 17 with, uh, with sh- sh- shield and spear. He said, But I come in the name of the Lord, the God of the armies of Israel. There were visible army that Goliath saw and he felt bigger than. But then no other person saw that there was this beside the visible army, there were invisible soldiers. Hi. Are you following me? Only David understood. And he said, for this cause, I know I'm bound to overcome Goliath. Now, I want to show you a passage of the Bible, and I'll ask you to save. Now, first, you, you know about 2 Kings chapter 6. When Elijah to Elisha was surrounded, Elisha was surrounded, in verse 16 precisely, he said, they that be with us. The PA came to meet him and he said, my master, we are surrounded. And Elisha said that, can't you see beyond the guys surrounding us? Now, what I'm shooting at is this. The consciousness of this invisible kingdom is what triggers its power to the visible. Hallelujah. Anytime a man responds based on what you can't see physically, but what you can see spiritually, that spiritual reality manifests in the physical. So Elijah said to the guy, he said, oh God, if I said they that be with us are more than they that are with them. Now he did not say they that be with us are more than them. I've heard people quote it that way. He said they that be with us are more than they that be with them. For everything that rises against you in life, there is a spiritual source that sustains every problem. This is why we speak to the spirit of infirmity. When the spirit disappears, the condition of the body will go. You can sit down. Every spiritual thing, because things are first formed in the spirit before they manifest physically. You see, okay. Esau was very angry with Jacob for stealing his blessing. And the day Jacob was coming back with children and two wives, he realized and he remembered what he did to his brother. So he called the servants. 
You see, instead of people to lean on God, they start schemings. Number one, you can never negotiate with Satan. And there are men who have, who have his nature on that. You can't negotiate with them. There are some challenges that you don't beg your way out. Now, Jacob, like normal man, he started. He called his servants together. He sent them ahead. He said, he, then he, he put sheep together, all of them, drones, in drones. And he said, uh, when you see my brother I saw, say that your servants, your servants, how can you be calling your, yourself your brother's servant? Just to, you know, pacify him, patronize him, make him feel good. So, first batch went. They saw Esau coming. They knelt down and they greeted. But the one that came back, the news wasn't good. He said, sir, Jacob, we just saw your brother coming to meet you and he's coming with 400 men. You don't come and greet some of the 400 men. Esau had vowed the day he took his blessing that when I see you again, I will take off your head. And he was coming to do that. But, Thank God there was a night between them. That night, for the first time in Jacob's, the Bible says he separated himself from everybody. And when he did, a man appeared to wrestle with him. It was a fight of destiny. God has spoken to him before, but God told him to go back home. He was even running, he was running on a divine instruction. It was God that told him to go back home. But there was a threat. No matter what faces any man, Sometimes you need to withdraw from people. And it's you and your maker alone. No pastor, nobody, just you and the almighty God alone. It is called alone with God. Thank God Joseph and Jacob had that opportunity. Now, here is the point. He finished praying. Nothing changed. Esau saw him. Instead of attacking him, he embraced him and he offered to escort him. The anger that Esau had towards him and the determination to take vengeance was being sustained by something. When Jacob had an encounter with God, spiritually Esau was switched off. So he could not attack again. They can say today, the boss is against you. They can say today, there's no appointment for you. But when you withdraw yourself and pray, I am saying that when you win spiritually, all events will line up to make you win physically. <laughs> Hallelujah. There is an invisible kingdom that we all pray in. But the realities of that kingdom can be brought into the physical world. So we say first time that Nicodemus saw Jesus and he said, no man can do this thing except you be, God be with him. John 3. And Jesus said, no, except a man be born again. Nicodemus used the word do. Nobody can do. Jesus said, it's not about what I do and what I don't do. It's about who I am. I am from another kingdom. In our kingdom, supernatural is natural. <laughs> Glory to God. That is why growth can disappear. That is why there can be a divine lifting. That is why anything can happen because it's from another kingdom. But then the effect is seen physically. When I mentioned to them for service, when um, not even uh, when the, the former governor was to demolish the tents we had in that place, what we did was to go to our invisible kingdom, and that is the headquarters of everything. And when there was a decree that we're not going to be moved, no earthly governor could move us. By themselves, they came to remove demolition, eviction, and everything. It doesn't matter how things are right now, there is a way. Hallelujah. But there is something you must pay attention to. There is a language of the kingdom. So the Bible says that 
do not say your heart who will bring it. He said, the word is nigh thee. Because the kingdom is built on words. But then there are words of the kingdom. Words from the Father. So where I showed you now, Elisha just confidently said, they that be with us are more than they that be with them. Then the young man did not understand. Then he said, Lord, I pray that you open his eyes. So Elisha saw the invisible and that affected the way he acted in the face of danger. Just about Paul. This is why we see God in prayer that we might get a divine blueprint. And once you have it, you put it in your mouth and that is the only thing you say. Once you don't, don't say anything. You don't owe anybody, a, you, you, don't, you don't have to answer compulsorily. Never say anything about any situation until light shines. From over there, they tell you what to say. And you say, you cannot presumptuously operate faith. And I've seen people doing that, fabricating confession that is not rooted in a direct revelation given to them. Now, even Apostle Paul, now, you know the whole story. I want to, let, let's go to, that, let, let's start from around, that, I don't know if verse 16 or thereabouts. Um, I want to, where he started addressing the people when, they, when the Bible said there was darkness all through, and Paul stood up and he said, an angel appeared to me in the night. Even Paul, before the appearance of the angel, he couldn't do anything about the situation. He kept quiet. They were inside the ship and the storm was against them, and the Bible said for over 14 days, no lights. Aeroclindon wind was blowing, and everybody thought they were good. Everybody thought they, were, they all thought they were going to die, including Paul. But Paul never said anything until something happens. What is the importance of prayer? We don't pray just to send a message up. It's a it, 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 it's a communication. When we send something up, we should also with heaven as a way of downloading information to you. It is that information that becomes what you profess with your mouth. I want to see where Paul stood up and he said that men and brethren, he spoke. Now, after a long time, this way, quite regular, but I want to, where, where, please help me locate, where, what verse that? Go to verse 21. But after long abstinence, no, I want where he said, where he talked about the angel appeared, the verse where he said that the angel of lost stood by me and told me that no life would be lost. Okay, yeah, verse 23. He said, for there stood by me, let's start from 21. In the midst of everything, but after long abstinence. Now, I want to say this to everybody. And I know many people are watching me. Hear me. On some issues, it might take God. God might not answer as fast as you want him to. But believe me sincerely. When you receive a word, you are never late. Because God is never late. After long abstinence, Paul stood forth in the midst of them and said, Sirs, you should have akin to me. He actually gave a prophecy that the ship was going to crash. That they shouldn't move, but they didn't listen to him. He said, you should have listened to me. You shouldn't have lost from grief to have gained this arm or loss. Verse 22. He said, but I exhort you to be of good share. For there shall be no loss of any man's life among you, but of the sheep. Now, for there stood by me this night the angel of God, whose I am and whom I serve. Verse 24. Say, you fear not, Paul. Thou must be brought before Caesar, and God has given thee all them that sail with thee. This is wonderful. The reality of the kingdom is so powerful that if a person is destined to die, 
But because he's working in your office, death is prevented. Something might happen when he's no more with you, but when he's with you, because the blood that covers you covers him. Because your business is under the grace of God. So the grace covers, you know, there are some people who are very fetish. And whatever they do, when you work for them, it affects you. Have you heard about haunted houses before? Have you heard some landlords who build houses with blood? And when people pack in, somebody must die. One misfortune must happen. All they need is a man of the kingdom to come into the house. But then we also don't go to where the Lord is not asking us to go to. That is what I'm bringing out today. See, the reason why there are many Christians who are not happy is because they try to exercise faith for what God has never spoken to them personally about. Faith is not a formula. Faith is deeply rooted in one-on-one relationship with the Father. Now, let's read on. So Paul said, guys, he said, there's two by me, and he said, there will not be any. He said, only the sheep will be destroyed. Now, two things there. A modern-day Christian can begin to confess. Nothing will happen, nothing will happen to all, nothing will happen to the sheep. But the instruction was clearly communicated to Paul that, see, all lives will be saved, but the sheep will be destroyed. You can only affirm what God has said. And you can only wait on him to know exactly what his plan will be. Hallelujah. Now, Paul ended it by saying this. Go back to. Wherefore, sirs, be of good I believe God. It shall be. How? When you say, I believe I'm going to get married before the end of the year. The next question is, on what ground? You can make that statement fine, but from where? Now, Paul stood up and he made that pronouncement according to what he was told. Can you see that? So, he was bold about it, that it will be according to. The reason is this. The kingdom, God is working. And it is when you press into him that he reveals to you what he's doing. There is no situation in any life here that God has not done something about. But you need to understand what he has done about it. That is why we pray. That is the first part I want to share with you. And whatever he tells you becomes your language. Did you get that? Hallelujah. Kingdom people don't talk defeats. We don't talk the realities of this world. We talk what we are told in our kingdom about the situation. This is how we remove mountain. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Oh, we worship you. We worship you. We give you praise. We bless your name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We declare your majesty. When we're praying this morning, for some reasons, we just felt that something is going to happen in our nation. And we perceive that, I don't know what it will be this week that we're entering into. But when we're worshiping, the word came that our worship will be a reign of healing to some and a reign of judgment to some. The prophetic is very powerful. This week, God is lifting men 
I I share some testimony first time and I'm being led to share it again. Normally I don't to call it short. Um some other quite a number of people live with me, so I always have the blessing of a lot of people living with me. So one person or the other we always if my children want to go so somebody will drive them, somebody they do I have many people who live with me. Oh, you, um I can't call any car my own. There's no car I have that other people don't drive in the house or anything. Now, here is the point. Because I like being awake till 2, 3, sometimes 4, I don't always... There was time my wife was working somewhere and the, the bank where she, she, she's working now was the same bank she was working then. And I just never... I was never the one to take her to the office in that sense. Anytime. She doesn't like driving, so even though she can... I was, so somebody will always do. But this particular day, she forced me to... And I said, that if you don't want civil war with women, you have to obey them. So I dragged myself from the bed and I, whilst we were going, just as we came out of the gates of our estate, they were just constructing a branch of our bank there. And she was not a manager at that time. And she just said, how beautiful will it be? I don't know whether I was one that said to herself that if they can just move you to this branch, where you can leave home 7.25 and still get to office for 7.30. And we decided to agree. We joined our hands together in the car there while driving and sang a song, worship God, and just prayed. And within three weeks, they bought, they were having a meeting in their bank, and one of the other guys just said, ah, that new branch is now ready. And called her name, said, you are going. And she told the man, sorry, I'm not a manager. The man said, then you become a manager from today. I moved her. I have seen occurrences like this. The portion Pastor Joshua applied for was not the one he was given. I think it was moved two steps above. In the organization it was so. And that's a popular name in Nigeria. Moved up. We've seen over and over and over and over again. As we were about to enter this week, I saw in my spirit. It's a strange week. I am just ending this message with one word. Oh God, I don't want to get ahead of myself. We will share this as a days unfold. One of the things you should know about the kingdom, the power goes as far as how many verses you put down. I hope you know that. Unto him that is able to do a silly abundantly but what we ask or imagine. It is limited to the capacity of your imagination. Because God will never tell you how many times. He will leave that to the determination of how hungry you are for his power. So Elijah said to the woman, said, we have nothing. He said, okay, borrow vessels. He said, borrow not a few. But there was no figure given to her. God left her to determine what was few. And as the oil was pouring and pouring, he said, bring another verse. He said, no verse again, and the oil stopped. The king of Israel came when he was about, uh, Elisha was about dying. And he said, my father, my father, the chariot of Israel. That's the issue address Elisha like that. Elisha said that, okay, take a bow and arrow. Syrians are your enemies. Face Syria and fire. Then he said, eat the bow on the ground. But he did not tell him how many times. The king hit the bow two times or three and stopped. Then Elisha reacted in anger. You should have done this six or seven times. He said, you are going to have victory over Syria just three times because you hit the ground three times. But why didn't he tell him how many times? It is not allowed in the school of the Spirit. 
When God says, I'm about to do great things in a week, what is your definition of something great? His capacity will feel what you expect. We will talk about this as part of the nature of the kingdom that we have come to. They needed manna for one day. God told them to take a portion for a day. Because they must not work on a Sabbath day, which we call Sunday, but then it was Saturday. They must not work on the Sabbath day. They took and everything that was left over, worms started coming from it. But they took the same manna on Saturday or Friday and took double portion and they left that one overnight and no, 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 it didn't stink and nothing came out of it. It is the power of the kingdom. The king moves according to what you expect. Jesus got to a city and the Bible says he could do no mighty works there. The people were not expecting anything and nothing happened. Even Jesus Christ. What are you expecting this week? This is an unusual September. Thank you, Lord Jesus. God is repositioning men in this nation. There are unsaved members of some families here that will be saved this week. I end with what I... The testimony I shared earlier, I was led to, I just shared first service, but I'm being led to say this so that everybody here can partake of. First service was explosive, the same thing. There are people here this morning, and those who are watching me, you will be remembered this week. Some, this month, we are stepping into. Mordecai exposed the plan to kill the king Aesaros, but then nobody remembered. One night, the king could not sleep. And he just said, bring record. And as they were checking, they found in the record book that Mordecai was the one that exposed those. He was a, he was a guard, like a gate man, that exposed those who wanted to kill the king. And the king said, sorry, what did you do to this guy for doing that? And he said, nothing. You know, in 1 Samuel 16, it was one guy. As Saul was tearing his clothes and evil spirit was disturbing him. And he said, we need the person to play guitar. Somebody just said that, excuse me, I have seen the son of Jesse, a man skillful. It was not that day that that guy saw David. He saw David a long time ago, but he made nothing out of it. Many of you here, there are CVs you have submitted. There are people you've spoken to about one thing or the other. There are some good deeds that you have done, and it's as if they are forgotten. Seeds of giving, things you've done. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The same God who made the king not to be able to sleep, to be able to discover that Mordecai needed promotion, will cause men to stay awake for your sake. Conversations that will favor you, discussions in palaces where your name will come up for promotion this week in the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody shout, I receive it. Guys, they'll be friends. The guy will, they, at times they'll be very close, talk, talk, and then the guy will not talk again, talk, talk, and the guy will, and the guy is also a Christian, like her. The guy just called right there. And he said, you know what? I sat in my office thinking about it. I think I made up my mind now. I'm going to marry you. We'll be friends. We've gone around together. You know me, I know you. 
I'm the one that is taking, taking decisions. He said, but now I've made up my mind. He just made up his mind in that minute. There is, you know, that has happened to many. I've prayed for a lot of ladies also, and I have, that has happened to many. There are good guys around them. They are friends with those people. They, they, they flow. But those people will not just pop that question. And some can be left hanging like that for years. From when I was in UIT, now I've seen that. Some of my colleagues that were excluded are up to now, not married. I've seen that with people. Good friends around them. The guy after two, three years will just go and ask somebody else. Not just. See, whatever you see in the natural, it's not trying to demonize some things. But the sincere truth is, the natural is being fueled by the invisible. It is true. Glory to God. But see the Lord remembering people. Shall we rise? Lift up your hands and sing it. We declare. We declare your majesty. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, recently, somebody in this church whose parents have been away from each other for over 25 years. They just came back together. When the Lord reminds me this, it shows me what it's about to do. Every family under the sound of my voice, having one challenge or the other, where there is confusion, there is rebellion, there is problem, there is hostility, war. I speak the peace of God into that family. Let there be reconciliation, joy, and peace in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you, are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.